Bible study is going to be good for Christians. It will encourage a little bit of healthy moral reform. It, it won't cause a revolution, surely. He certainly thought it would cause no harm to Rome whatsoever. He even dedicated it to the Pope. And the Pope gratefully sent him a letter of thanks and commended it. A little too soon, it would seem. For... When Erasmus' New Testament differed from the official church's vulgate Latin version of the Bible, it could have theological implications. So, for instance, Matthew 4.17, the vulgate version of the Bible would be translated as Jesus saying, do penance, which sounds like do some sacramental act. Go to your priest who will tell you to do some act of penance by which you can deal with your sin. Erasmus rendered it as be penitent and later changed it to change your mind. Now, if Erasmus was right, and that was the accurate reading of the text, then Jesus wasn't instigating some external sacrament of penance. Jesus was telling people to change their minds and turn away from sin. But more than that verse, that was disagreeing with Rome. Rome's official version had been saying, no, Jesus is saying, do penance. But if Rome is wrong on that verse, what else might she be wrong on? And what sort of spiritual authority is she if she can get things so wrong? Completely unintentionally, Erasmus' New Testament was a ticking bomb. That's the first story, the story of the Bible. It's a story we'll see unfold in England as the extraordinary power of God's word is displayed there. The second story before we cross the English Channel is the story of one of the men who then read Erasmus' New Testament. You've probably guessed it. We're talking about the volcanic monk Martin Luther in North Germany. Now, when Erasmus had written his Greek New Testament, he hadn't really found himself challenged by its message. Luther was deeply challenged by it. And Luther began to see a disconnect between what Rome was teaching and what he was seeing there in this text of the New Testament. And his doubts began to grow. And over the following months, Luther became increasingly clear that as Rome was disagreeing with what he was seeing there in the New Testament, well, if Rome held that the Pope's word was an authority above Scripture, then when there's a disagreement, Rome will always win, because the Pope's word will always trump God's word. And if that is the case, said Luther, the reign of the Antichrist there is sealed, and it is no longer the Church of God, but the synagogue of Satan. More than all this doubt about what was proper authority was the message that Luther saw in the New Testament. Now, this wasn't obvious at all to Luther. And he struggled and struggled to see what 
the Apostle Paul meant by the gospel. He was very unclear, very unsure what Paul meant by phrases like justification and the righteousness of God. And where he was coming from was this. See, Luther thought he already knew what justification meant. See, he'd grown up with the understanding that justification was easily explained by one text in Romans. Romans 5, chapter 5, which says, God has poured his love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit he's given us. It's not a verse about justification. It's a beautiful verse. But that was Luther's understanding of justification, that God, by his Holy Spirit, pours his love into our hearts, therefore making us in us.